What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined, as always, by Glenninos Jr. And not Matt Souza, because he's a baby back bitch. Oh, hey, what's up, Souza? Oh, wait, you're not here. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> well, we got an empty chair today, because uh, Souza's not here. You know why, Mason? Why? Why, Glenn? Because he's a guest. That's right. He is a guest. Yep. He just doesn't like to admit it. No, he doesn't. So, uh, not much changed. Uh, puppy's still in my house, so you probably hear my mom chasing around him. Chasing him around. Your mom's definitely wearing heels. In her heels. Yes. <laughs> As you can clearly hear from my floor, which has no no soundproofing at all. That shit is so loud. I know. Um, Sounds like she's literally walking on my forehead. It's like, clack, clack, clack. Before we get started, though, Mason, I just want to congratulate you. What? You had the best fantasy football week I've ever seen. Thank you. In the history of fantasy football. Thank you. You know what's crazier? You than almost that? lost. I, I almost lost. <laughs> I know. What's crazier than that, though, is that I put up 168 points. Craig put up 183. Yeah, but that league's fucking gay. And it's six points for every touchdown, and it's like, isn't it bonus points? No, there's actually not bonus points. If you get like over like a twenty yard, you might you might get like an extra point if you get like an over a fifty yard catch or something. Yeah, fuck that. What, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? That's Regardless, like... the bonus points don't really matter that much in that league. The, the fact that he put up 183 points is ludicrous. Yeah. Well, he's not in our league. Yeah, no, he's not. So, fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Um. So let's just jump into it. Yeah, we're jumping in. Uh, we're going to review our picks real quick from oh, yeah, last do week. That. I don't want to. So, I don't um, should we go game by game? Yeah, just, just. All right, so the first game, San Francisco and Oakland. I took San Francisco. Susan Glenn took Oakland. What a shit They lost. Show. Oakland sucks. They do suck. Chicago versus. Uh, I'm not even calling them the Raiders uh, Susan, Susan didn't put the matchups where. See, this is why I need to do this shit. And what Susan do you do? doesn't. He didn't put the matchup. just put who won. I'm just going to say who won because Susan didn't put the match up and I'm not fucking looking them up. Uh, Chicago won. Beat uh, Buffalo. Buffalo, that's right. Quite handedly, yeah. I should say. It's an ass whooping. Uh, Chicago beat Buffalo. I We all took Chicago. The Jets lost to somebody. The Dolphins. Dolphins. We all took the Jets. <laughs> and then, this is why you don't let a guess right down the pitch. Yeah, thanks, Susan, you dick. Uh, and then Kansas City... Played the Browns. Yeah. Okay, and Kansas City won. We all took Kansas City. Minnesota played Detroit. Uh, me and Susan took Minnesota. They won. Glenn took Detroit. They the lost. fuck was I thinking? I don't know. Then the next game, uh, I took Washington, who lost. Glenn and Susan took Atlanta, who won. Yep. Carolina played Tampa Bay. Carolina won. Me and Susan took Carolina. Glenn took Tampa Bay. What the fuck? I don't know what you were doing. Oh, I, I fell under the spell of Ryan Fitzmagic. I told you, bro. Yep. Well, then again, they, they did have a good second half. They but, almost came back. But, it was close. Uh, Panthers pulled away. Um, then there's Baltimore. At, uh, Baltimore played Pittsburgh. You took Pittsburgh. Me and Sue took Baltimore. I don't know why we fucking did that. Baltimore had a good first game against Pittsburgh, but yeah. this time around, it's all trash. Pittsburgh. Hashtag trash. Uh, next game, Houston. Who would they play? Houston. <laughs> they play the. T- uh, Titans. 
Yeah, no, the Titans played the Cowboys on Monday That's night. That's right. Uh, did they? Oh, man, who did Houston play? Who did Houston play? Whatever, it doesn't matter. We all took Houston, <laughs> and Houston won. Who the fuck did Houston play? All right, you can look it up if you want. And then we had Seattle playing the Chargers. Yumi took Seattle. Susan took the Chargers. The Chargers won. Uh, then right. New Orleans played the Rams. Me yeah. and Sousa took New Orleans. I took the Rams. And Glenn took the Rams. And then, oh, and New Orleans won. Uh, then me and Sousa took New England, who won. Green Bay was taken by Glenn, yeah. who lost. Yeah. And then finally, we all took Dallas against yeah. Tennessee, and we all know Dallas lost. What a fucking awful team. But What an awful team. This brings our grand total of wins to Glenn with 64, me taking the lead with 69. Hey. Nice. And uh, Souza, who was behind by a significant margin, is now tied with Glenn yeah. for 64. Yeah. So. Yeah. If I didn't pick the fucking Cowboys every goddamn week, <laughs> I'd be winning. Yeah, you probably have like six more wins by now. Well, no, you probably have, uh, you'd have nine more wins, actually. <laughs> But uh, all right, so let's let's uh let's jump into our stellar stars. Yeah. Of the week. Let's do it. Dude, would you like to start off? Or would you like me to go? Well, we have uh, an ad read to do. Oh, true. Stars. That's right. <laughs> stellar stars of the week, brought to you by Reddit to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man started. This noise vibrator makes you vibration. Sure? Uh, I've seen a lot of porn. Yeah. You big. Uh, Ready to rumble vibrator guy? Yeah, big vibrator guy, dude. Yeah. I have, have a nice cock ring. Yeah. Let me tell you, dude. It works wonders. Wait, so what I got <laughs> what I got out of that was you got a big cock ring. Yep. And you watch vibrator porn. Oh yeah. Big vibrator porn guy. So you'd rather see porn with a vibrator rather than a dick. Oh, I never said I'd rather see it. I'd say, you know. So you like dick. No, what? Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> no, of course not. There's not anything wrong with that. It's twenty eighteen. Yeah. As uh, Kirk Lazarus says in Tropic Thunder, sometimes you gotta be a little gay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay to be a little gay. We uh, we support on this podcast. All right. Enough of that. Let's get to the stellar stars. Yeah. So, anyways, big shout out to our sponsor, uh, Reddit Rumble Vibrators. But my stellar star of the week, man. So I'm gonna flip the script a little bit. It's not really a single star. It's a collective group of stars. All right, hit me. Because 11 people Ooh. on the Chicago Bears defense yes. fucking earned my stellar star of the week. Hey, you know what? They almost earned my hatred considering I went up against them this week. Stellar star of the week, Chicago Bears got 29. 29. I know. I know. Points. I know. My hey. mom is being so loud with that dog right Let now. Let me just. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, no comment. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Sick bastard. Fuck <laughs> you. Let me just tell you what Chicago Bears' number one defense did last week. They let up nine points to Buffalo Bills. Yep. They had three interceptions. That's yep. French for interception. Yeah. They had one fumble recovery. Four sacks. Four big fucking ball sacks, dude. Four sacks. That's like... That's almost as much stones as Pat Mahomes. Almost. One interception return, TD. 
and, and one fumble return TD. That's a pair of TDs. So let me let me uh, let me take this opportunity to uh, explain what happened to me last week. I was almost victimized by a shit team. I feel like anyone who plays fantasy football knows what that means. You play against a guy whose team sucks, but you just have the shit luck of them going off for the one week of the year that they're fucking good against you. And that happened to me last week, and I almost got beat by it. So Honestly, I think Uncle Rick's team's pretty good. I played I played Glenn's Uncle Rick Rick. And uh which I'd also like to take the opportunity and say that my sizzling hot take was almost right on the fucking money. I missed it by thirteen yards. See if my sizzling hot take came true, you would have lost. I know. It w- I would have lost. I would have been cl- uh yeah, I think I would have lost. Probably would have lost. So all right, so let's let's go through the box score here. All right, so I played Glenn's uncle Rick. Okay, I'm just gonna say this: his team is not good. His team is literally Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara, which I guess technically, if your shit bums actually perform, yeah, but, they could win you a week. Yeah, but Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara didn't score 152.5 fantasy points. Yeah, but they scored. 63 fantasy points by themselves. Yeah, that was good. All right, so here we go. Let's go with a box score. Ready? So, Drew Brees got 31.4. Alma Kamara, 31.6. Duke Johnson Jr., 25.1. Because... Who saw that coming? Me. Because he had... Here we go. Ready? He only had eight rushing yards because they were like... The offensive coordinator in Cleveland finally got his. Uh, well, they got a bunch of new coaches. I don't now. even know who the. I don't know who the coordinator is. I don't know, dude. But he got his head out of his ass and said, "Hmm, you know what? Dude Johnson's a shit runner, but he's pretty good at catching the ball. Maybe we should make him do that more." Because then, he had instead of he only ran the ball. I don't know how many carries he had, but oh yeah, he had, he had eight eight carries. Eight carries for one yard each. Because he finished with a point eight, he finished with eight yards. Yeah, look, number of uh, right? No, it's number of rushing yards. Oh shit! So Oops. he only finished with eight yards. Whatever. Regardless, he finished with eight yards. Doesn't matter. Receiving yards, seventy-eight. Wow. Oh, so I was six, sixteen short. My bad. Uh. Wait, what? I was sixteen, oh, 16 yards short, short of my prediction yeah. being correct. Yeah. Then he had it was total yards. Yeah, I said totally. Yeah, so, yeah. so he said he had two recep- TD receptions, six points each, and then nine fucking catches Damn. at a half point each for 4.5, giving him a grand total of 25.1 points. That's impressive. Fuck you, Duke Johnson. You almost sunk my fantasy season, you piece of garbage. That's impressive. Anyway, going continuing, Emmanuel Sanders, 7.7, which... For what he's been doing this year, that's, uh, I was surprised by that. that. that yeah. was, I could live with that. I was fine with that. Honestly, if you had switched Duke Johnson and Emmanuel Sanders games, I'd have been fine with that. I'd been like, you know what? Duke Johnson had a Duke Johnson game, 7.7 points. <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders kept doing what he was doing this year. Fine. Whatever. But no, it's when somebody goes off that you don't expect them to. But this only happens against me. No, it happens against all of us. Well, yeah, I guess so. But... I get so anyway. It just happens to you more frequently. Yeah, yeah. So regardless, Sanders finished with seven point seven. Deshaun Jackson at four point two. Charles Charles Herndon. Who? Charles Herndon is that the guy? The first name? 
Who the fuck is that? The fucking tight end from the New York Jets who finished with 8.2, which is 4.2 more than what Vance McDonald got you last week. (laughs) Oh, why'd you have to say that? Because. Dude, I'm... But I don't know. I'm just not going to start a tight end. Willie Sneed finished with 9.3, which I'd like to say, going in the fourth quarter, I'm pretty sure the douchebag had like three points. And then Chicago's defense got 29. Yeah. And then Graham Gano got six. Wow, it could have been a lot worse, Mason. Uncle Rick could have put up like 170 on your ass. I know. If Sanders did what he's supposed to do and like. Dude, like. Oh, man. So, anyway, back to your stellar star take. Uh, yeah, Chicago literally almost sunk me by themselves, and they're a fucking defense. So you're goddamn right they're deserving of being a stellar star of the week. Don't forget Duke Johnson. I'll never forget Duke Johnson. He's right. on my shit list permanently now. And who's your stellar star of the week? All right, so my stellar star of the week is someone who's close to home for me. He's a guy who I've had on my team for the past two years. Poor bastard. Yeah, I know, honestly. I, I apologized. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had a game. Um, really, he finished with, in our league with, with half-point PPR with, uh, with 30.1, or 30.2, rather. But Damn. he could have finished with even more. Because he was robbed of a touchdown that the fucking fullback got for some reason. <laughs> you know, that's Carolina. But that's neither here nor there. Water under the bridge now. Week's over. I still won, so I'm not that mad. Yeah. Uh-huh. This would have been a much more entertaining <laughs> podcast if you lost but, that one, Rick. Um, so McCaffrey finished with seven, 79 rushing yards, uh, which is, I think, probably a, is up there for him. He doesn't really get that much on the ground. No. Um, I'm not willing to say... I know he had one game this year. It was like 129. That's probably his career high. Rushing yards? Yeah. Oh, all right. So, okay. So, it's not a high for him. But still, McCaffrey doesn't get a lot of rushing yards. So, whenever he does, you're very happy. Uh, he had two TD rushes. Not receiving touchdowns. Make more noise, Mom. Jesus Christ. It's like he's dragging a dead body up there. What the fuck? <laughs> Literally a dead body. Oh, my God. I better go up there, dude. I think my mom killed my dad. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's Scotty B. But, um, yeah, so two TD rushes, which is unheard of for him. You're lucky if he gets one for a fucking year. Yeah. I mean, we don't have a big sample size. But you know what I mean. It's good to see uh, Christian McCaffrey get in the end zone because he deserves it. Guy works his ass off every week try to get points for Mason's team. But I think you, you're seeing when they utilize him in both cases, the team performs better. They put up fucking... 42 points. Yeah. I feel like, well, they don't really have that big of an offense. They have and they're it's there. Greg Olson and McCaffrey, and I guess kind of Devin Funches. Yeah. But like, and then Cam himself. And fucking Curtis Samuel somehow. Curtis Samuel. But, but the thing is, like, with Carolina's, like, the stats are so much better than when you actually, like, the actual eye test. When you watch Carolina, Carolina leaves so many, so much point, so many points on the field. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And the fact that they scored 42 last week is. Precedent of itself because, like, just by watching the game, like, it, it doesn't look pretty. I don't think like, they Cam, scored in the third Cam quarter. Cam Newton, I think, is like a top five quarterback. He might be number three behind Matt Ryan and Pat Mahomes. But there are points in the season, like, in the in games where he looked, they're off him and that offense looks inept. Yeah. They horrible. look terrible. It's like, I don't know if they scored in the third quarter. They might not have because they got out to a big lead early. They were what? They were up 35 to three? Or, no, because they didn't. They were up 35 seven, I believe, at the beginning. No, they're twenty to seven going into the half, because I remember uh, the 
Bucks, I think, got it to 28-14, but then the Panthers scored. But then the Bucks scored again, and then the Panthers got it to 42-21, to and then Tampa yeah. Bay scored with, like, the middle two run. minutes left or something. Yeah, but no, Chris McCaffrey definitely uh, deserving that stellar star of the week. Yeah, and then, uh, he also had uh, 78 receiving yards and five receptions, which are more customary for him. Uh, you know, I mean, that's really where his bread and butter is. But, yeah. So, that's my guy. That's your guy. That's my guy. Probably get him next year, too, right? Probably, if I can. I like him. He's good. He is I mean, good. He is definitely good, and uh, he's getting better, which you like to see from Christian McCaffrey. Of course. We thought his career would... Uh, Stagnate. Yeah. Because he's on my team. Exactly. <laughs> so. Exactly. So, luckily to see that's not the case. Um, so, yeah. That was Stellar Stars of the Week. Brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man started. So you almost got fucked. Almost got fucked. Almost. Almost, dude. But but a lot of other people got fucked. Got fucked. Which leads us to the fuck of the week. Brought to you by PB and J Lube. If you're gonna get fucked, you might as well bring lube. Might as well bring it up. See, so hear this. That's Glenn. That's Glenn lathering up the lube. Actually, no. That's what your hands sound like. When you don't have lube on them. Oh. Well, fucking hand me some PBJ lube. Yeah, I, I don't... I would... Well, see, there's not... Oh, so you're just... You're just... Well, no, no, no. You're see, strictly ready to rumble I, vibrator sponsor. No, 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 no. You oh. need lube if you're going to use a vibrator. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I trust you. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So, the week nine fuck of the week. Goes to drum roll. Mark Ingram the second. The second? Yeah, Mark Ingram the second. Oh my god. What did Mark Ingram do this week to fuck us? Uh it's more like what he didn't do. Oh. He got two point one fantasy points in our league. Wait a minute, wait a minute. But if we're going stats. Wait. What? You're telling me. Mark Ingram. Yes, Mark Mark Ingram on the fucking seven and one Saints on the seven and one Saints. Yes, got two point one fantasy points. He did. He had thirty three rushing yards, three receiving yards, and one reception, but he had a fumble, leaving him with a grand total of two point one points. Wait, so he fumbled the ball? Yes, he had too much PBJ lube in his hands, fumbled the ball. He did. And end up finishing with 2.1 fantasy points. Now, Mason, see, I don't believe you. Because I'm looking at the box score here. And you're telling me the New Orleans Saints, who beat the undefeated Rams last yes. week. Yes, the formerly undefeated Rams. Dropped 45 points on them. Yes. And Mark Ingram managed a measly 2.1. What the fuck? I know. This is... Uh, this is... Uh, dude, honestly, this is something that you... You know, there's some things that you love to see. There's some things that you like to see. But this, oh, you really hate to see. I fucking... Th- this guy... Especially on Panacho's team, dude. Wait, you're telling me Panacho is Mark Ingram? Yes. Oh, no, dude. I should have made sure you were sitting down before I said that, honestly. No! I know, dude. Not Panacho. Which is probably, honestly, probably one of the reasons why he lost to Jake. He was chief among them, I mean. Wait. 
Yeah, but that, that's okay. Like, Mark Ingram get 2.1 points because he has James Conner, right? He doesn't. Dude. <laughs> wait, no. wait, you don't, wait, hold on. You don't know this? Wait a second. Dude, he, he traded him. I'm sorry, dude. I feel like this is like... Glenn, Glenn can't believe it. He's walking away. This is like... Oh, my God. You're telling me <laughs> that this guy, Palacho, yes. traded James Conner. Yep. The fucking number two or three running back in the league. He did. And he put his confidence in Mark Ingram. And Mark Ingram gets some 2.1 points. Yeah, dude. It's rough, man. It really is. Honestly, oh, Jesus. I don't think we can continue the podcast. We just brought it down too much, dude. Blaze is in his cage. Look, see, Blaze is even crying now because he can't fucking believe it. I'm in shock. Absolutely in shock. I know, man. I mean, what, like, I think we should break up the league. I don't want to play fantasy football anymore, dude. Dude. It's not fun. When Mark Ingram can only get you 2.1, yeah, how, how can you right, play? Right, but the thing is, yeah, all right. <laughs> Hold on a second. How can you play, dude? Hold on a second. Come on. I don't, I, I'm just dumbfounded by this right now. So you're telling me he traded James Conner. Yep. He's got Mark Ingram. All right, Mark Ingram fucks you this week 2.1 points, right? Yeah. But, but the thing is, right? Hold on a second. Let me just double check this. If he would have had James Conner... I mean, he wouldn't have got more, you know, that much more than 2.1 points, right? Yeah, I mean, he's a backup, right? Yeah, I mean, Le'Veon Bell's going to come back, right? I mean, this guy, you know, come on. The guy named James Conner, can't trust him. Two yeah, first names. Dude, look it up. How many points did he get? Oh, my God. What? James Conner. What? Dude, come on. Are you fucking with me? Come on. Come on, dude. There, there's there's got to be something wrong with this app. Got to be something wrong with did this Did they app. mess up the points? It, this app right here is telling me in week nine, week nine, James Conner, Jimmy Conner, yeah, had twenty five point eight fans. What? What? Yeah, I, no, I gotta check the stats because this just doesn't add up. No way. It does. It doesn't add up. There's no fucking way. A hundred and seven rushing yards. Fifty six wow. receiving yards. Seven receptions and a TD. Dude, honestly. Listen, man. You know, this guy is. Yeah, he is the number three running back, but that's all right. I mean, this. You know, it's crazy because this guy, James Connors, he's rushed for over 100 yards the past four games. He's had a total of. Seven touchdowns over the past four games. Dude, I'm going to tell you something. I and Mark I'm, Ingram gets 2.1 points. I'm going to tell you something about James Conner. I don't even know if I want to tell you now. So, I don't even know if I want to tell you. So I, 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 I don't I, Mason, I can't take much more of this. Just, just I'm going to rip it off like a band-aid. All right, yeah, I'm going to rip the band-aid off. You ready? Just tell me. There's a report out that his Le'Veon Bell's agent might have gotten it wrong. Le'Veon Bell might not come back this year. Meaning, James Conner is going to be the number one back in Pittsburgh. Definitely. For the rest of the year. Wait. <laughs> Wait a second. Which means... My head is spinning. That Panacho probably could have gotten better value for him than what he got. Wait a second. Think about it. 
So you're telling me. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell. The guy I drafted, by the way, number one overall pick. Yep. Isn't going to play a single game this year? Nope. Including the fantasy playoffs? Including the fantasy playoffs. He's not expected to play. So you're telling me a guy who maybe picked up James Conner would have all the fortune of yes. having James Conner for the whole year? Yeah, but see, now picture picture the bliss that you're feeling right now as a James Conner owner. Picture the disgust that you're feeling if you traded him away. Yeah, but the thing is, if you trade away James Conner, you got to have good running backs, right? Like, you, you would think, like, you know, if you trade a guy like James Conner, oh, I got, you know, people in the back who can, you know, pick it up. I mean... But you're telling me this guy, Panacho, has Mark Ingram. I mean, it looks good on paper, but buddy... Paper don't help, bro. Paper don't win your shit. Yeah. 2.1 fantasy points. I mean... Yeah, you know, good news is... He doesn't need James Conner. He's got Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. I say we honestly can't even shit on Nick Chubb. No, you got a T-shirt. I mean, he's got he got fifteen and a half points last yeah. week. Yeah, so. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's not James Conner, but it's fucking Nick Chubb. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, I like my. Whew, I gotta take a deep breath because yeah, honestly, dude, I think we should move on because that fuck was rough. I need a whole fucking gallon of a, of PBJ, PBJ lube. lube. Yeah. So After yeah, uh, thank you again. To uh, our sponsor for the fuck of the week, PB and J Lube, um, Panacho. Maybe we can have them send you some uh, free of charge. Maybe not. Ooh. I don't know. I, I, I maybe I'll give it to you for a Christmas gift. Christmas is coming soon. I'm dizzy. So dizzy. But yeah, uh, shout out PB and J Lube. If you're gonna get fucked, you might as well bring a lube. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Yeah, because that that was we gotta we gotta spent, we gotta spent. we gotta lighten the mood. I just felt like I spent Feels, all, I felt like I just you know went a whole night with PBJ Lou. Feels very heavy in here right now. Yeah, so let's lighten it up a little bit with what? Trust or bust? Trust or bust? Okay, yeah, I questioned that because I wasn't <laughs> sure if I had the order. Oh, right. it's trust or bust, Mason. I'm gonna rattle off some names for you. All right, and this me. is this is for week ten. Week ten, baby. Now, week 10 could be a pivotal week in your fantasy football league. Absolutely. You got players who are already kind of confirming their spot in the playoffs this week. You got players who are borderline struggling for a playoff spot. You got guys just trying to stay alive. Hey. So, what's up? And trust the bus. Who are you going to trust this week? And who do you say? Fuck, Fuck it. Bust. Fucking bust a nut, dude. Bust, bust. nightly. So, the first trust the bus, I'm going to ask you. Dion Lewis, as he faces the New England Patriots at home. I am going to hit you with a trust. You trust him? I trust him. You know what? You know what? I trust him, too. You know why? Why? Because the Patriots linebackers suck. They do. And the number one thing, you look at the Patriots, their defense has improved. As a Bill 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 Belichick defense is wont to do. Throughout the year, as the year goes on, they improve. However, the place where you can expose them is their linebacking core in coverage. Their linebackers are not good in coverage. They haven't been good in coverage for years now. That's where you expose them. Deion Lewis is a very good back out of the backfield catching the ball. If the Titans want to win this game, 
which I'm sure they do, an instrumental part will be them throwing the ball to Deion Lewis out of the backfield. Not only um, them throwing the ball to Deion Lewis, but also rushing the ball. Yeah. Deion Lewis last week against Dallas had 19 carries uh, for 62 yards. 19 carries. And a backfield that's supposed to be split between him and Derrick Henry. Sure, Derrick Henry gets the end zone rush for the touchdown, but Deion Lewis is at the goal line first. Um, he also catches four balls for 60 yards and a touchdown. Deion Lewis, in two straight games he's played, once against the Chargers, 18.5 fantasy points. Last week, 20.2. This week, going against New England at home. I'm feeling a Deion Lewis revenge game. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling too. Um, especially, he's a very talented back, and he's shifty enough that um, not like not only the Patriots have trouble uh, with running backs that can catch the ball, if they're like a shifty running back, they also have problems with them too. We saw that, um, I think, first-handedly last year in the Super Bowl when uh, Corey, it was Corey Clement, I believe, right, had a fucking game. And I think Wendell Smallwood actually had a, a decent game as well. Uh, that's going back pretty far, but I mean... You can look, look at, just look at, look at their. Uh, if you look at their defense, and week by week, that's what they struggle with. I mean, and if you're looking at the rushing game, like Glenn said, Aaron Jones, who is, I think we can say, is what average at best. I mean, no, I'm gonna give Aaron Jones a lot. Of, he is talented. However, he just doesn't get the usage he should in the Green Bay offense. But I mean, like he's not like. But you know what I mean, though. No, he's, yeah, not, he's, he's not like he's fantastic. No, he's not like Todd no, Gurley. He's, 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 he's like he's like a. He's uh, good. He's, I, I'm gonna give him better than decent. I'd say if we're like if we're going like no, if we're ranking the top thirty number one running backs in the league on on the teams, hmm. right? Okay. I I put Aaron Jones about fifteen, like the middle. He's not bad, yeah. but he's he's okay. Yeah. He's like all right. All right I put, last week Aaron so, Jones goes fourteen for seventy five against New England. But I'm saying if he can rush for seventy five yards. Why can't Deion Lewis rush for 75 yards? Yeah. I think Deion especially, Lewis is more talented. Especially personally. in Tennessee, too. Yeah, in Tennessee, home game. Um, so, yeah, I trust him. Yeah, I trust him, too. All right, next trusted bus, another running back. Hit me. In a split backfield. Ooh. Tariq Cohen versus Detroit. Tariq Cohen. I am also going to trust Tariq Cohen. Hmm. Because I think if you've looked at... Uh, if you look at... I would have to look at his... Um, I'll look at it for you. His... I'll look at it for you. Here it is. Tariq Cohen last week against the Buffalo Bills. Just six rushes, five yards, one catch for eight yards, resulting in 1.8 fantasy points. He could easily have been fuck of the week, too. However, if we look at game script, the Bill, the Bears didn't need to use him. No, they didn't. Because they were up... Big in the first quarter. I think they're up twenty-one to zero in the like within the first five minutes of the game. Yep. So, um, I wouldn't put too much stock into that. If you look at his previous weeks, he had starting in week four, he had twenty twenty-six point nine, which is the best game of the year. He had a buy. My uh, he had nineteen point six, eighteen point three, seventeen point five. So he's consistently been getting uh, upper upper teens. Um, I think. That the reason why he, like I said, the reason why he didn't get a lot last week, he only got 1.8, is because, mostly because of game script. I think we've seen um, that they've kind of gone away from Jordan Howard a little bit. 
I mean, they, they used him a lot last week, but, but that was because, once again, the game warranted it. They didn't really need to use Tariq Cohen in order to move the ball down the field. They could have used Jordan Howard and ground and pound and take lead time off the clock because at that point, you're up 21-0. to zero. You know the Bills aren't going to put points up on the board. So, I mean, you're kind of just trying to run the clock and get out of there. Yeah. You know? So, I don't really put a lot of stock in him getting um, so few points. I think he'll have a nice bounce back game this week. See, I'm actually going to disagree with you because I think the game script is actually going to play a big role into this. I don't think Detroit is going to do much against Chicago in, in their defense. Detroit last week had a tough time with Minnesota. Um, Chicago's defense just as good, if not better. And um, Tariq Cohen, they're at home against Detroit. I don't know. It, it, for, like you said with game script, if he gets involved in the passing game, it's a good sign. But if he doesn't, these past two weeks, he's only had one reception. The one against the Jets, he takes 70 yards to the house, which kind of salvages his fantasy day. He gets 17 points from that. But last week, only one catch as well. If, if Tariq Cohen isn't involved in the passing game, I don't think he's going to get it done with his legs. I think it's um, going to be it's going to be Jordan Howard. Um, Jordan Howard getting goal line carries. Jordan Howard hasn't had less than 12 carries all year. So um, Jordan Howard is the one that they feed. Tariq Cohen obviously has that explosive ability, but a game against the Lions. See, I'd say I'd say this game more so depends on which Lions team you get to show up this week because we've seen the Lions um, in a few weeks this year have good offensive showings, and then we've seen them. In a few, and I've seen it. I think it's like about 50 50 or 60 40. Yeah, uh, I think the 60 though would be them not showing up on no. offense. Yeah, they still um, so I mean, it depends what, what offense you get from them because, like, they're regardless of the defense, they're an offense that can put points up on the board. They have Marvin Jones, they have Kenny Galladay, um, carry on Johnson's been good in the backfield for them, very good in the backfield for them this year. So, I mean, and, and Matt Stafford's an able bodied quarterback. I mean, he's had a bad year this year. But we've seen it before. He's a good quarterback. I mean, he's at least probably top 15 in the league. So, I mean, it depends who you get there. So, yeah, I, I would agree, though, with you that it, his Tariq Cohen's usage will depend a lot on game script. If they if they can put, um, you know, if, if Detroit can hang points. As if, long as if, it's if, close. Yeah, yeah as, as long as Detroit can at least hang with Chicago – whether or not you'll you know see, you'll see it's a high-scoring game or not is different. I don't think that Chicago's going to put up like 35 again this week. I don't think so. But either. because I don't think Detroit. I mean, Matt Stafford is liable to turn the ball over, but I don't think he's going to turn it over as much as the Buffalo no. Bills did. No, nope. because I think Chicago had short fields like on maybe like four of their scores. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. um, and then two of them were were uh, recoveries for a touchdown. So. Uh, I think that mostly it'll, it, I agree with you. I think it depends a lot on game script. I'm banking on the fact, though, that the game script will favor Tariq Cohen. So you trust him? Yes. Bust him. Bust For me. All right. All right. Another Next running up. back. This man last week kind of underperformed. Kind of killed me and my fantasy team. I was going to say. I was going to think I was thinking it was Mark Ingram again. But no. Not him. Not him. Yeah, he I, say, I don't want to double dip, we, we, though. I don't want to bring the pain up of Mark Ingram. Yeah, again. we talked about Mark Ingram enough on this podcast. That's enough for somebody who sucks so bad. Ooh. Um, Adrian Peterson at Tampa Bay. Do you trust him or do you bust him? I'm going to say... No Chris Thompson this week. I'm going to say trust. Hmm. Tampa Bay's defense is... Uh, porous is one way of putting it. Yeah. So, but uh, what's even more porous than Tampa Bay's defense 
is the Redskins' offensive line because they lost two guards last week Ooh. with season-ending injuries. Damn. And they left tackles out for a couple weeks. So AP mm. is literally running behind stick figures. And although it's a favorable matchup in Tampa Bay, I'm going to bust them. And I hate to say that. And it's not reverse psychology because it doesn't work. I, <laughs> lo- I love AP to death, but I just don't like how he's running behind fucking nobody. So you're not starting him this week? I'm starting him because I have to. I mean, I don't have to, but I want to. It's like my heart says start him. But your brain but says my don't. My brain says don't. But you go with your heart. Oh, yeah. Because that's what fantasy football is about. It's heart. Yeah, baby. Um, but no, I'm busting AP this week. I don't expect him to do well. Yeah, Chris Thompson isn't playing again. But Tampa Bay's offense is good enough to put up points against Washington, so. I don't know, dude. Depends who shows up for quarterback. I mean, it could be a tale of two halves, too. Like it was last week. Because Red, the Redskins have a sneaky good defense. Not like not like fantastic. But not good enough to start Matt, uh, to stop Matt Ryan and Julio Jones last week. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> but um, their their defense is is decent. It's not it's not bad. It's like you know I feel like we look at Washington. Well, going into the season, we looked at Washington and said this team's gonna blow. Yeah. Somehow they're what five and three. Yeah, they're still I think leading the division. I don't know how that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> but but. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with their defense because as much as they don't score a lot of points, they don't allow a lot of points to be scored either. I think so. I think it's going to be more of their offense putting their defense in a better situation. If the offense can't get going, they keep going three and out all the time. Their defense put in bad field position. Yeah, your defense gets tired. Exactly. That's um, true. So, I don't, I don't trust it. I bust an AP this week. You trust him? Uh... I did before you said the thing about the two guards getting injured, but I'm still leaning towards trust. It's very close, though. Well, that makes me feel a little better. I'm still leaning towards trust. All right, and last but not least, the last trusted bus of the week, Kenny Galladay at Chicago. Oh, we got two people from this game, huh? That's right. Now, Kenny Galladay, as you recall, let me see here. I'm on the wrong team. trying to find Kenny Galladay's stats. What the fuck is he? What team is he on? John Brennan's. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got him. So, who are they playing this week? They're playing Chicago. Chicago. So, at, at the beginning Hard. of the year, Kenny Galladay was the fucking man. You know, getting double-digit fantasy points in four of his first five weeks, almost getting in that fifth week against Dallas, 9.4. Since the bye week, though, 4.7, 1.7, 6.9. That's 6.9 coming after Golden Tate was traded. Do you think Kenny Galladay, you can trust him out there this week against Chicago's D, who, like I said, is just as good, if not better, than Minnesota's defense? I'm actually I'm actually going to go with Bust this week. Um, because for some reason, since the bye week, it looks like, you know, their offense was kind of clicking a little bit going into the bye week. Uh, but... <clears throat> For some reason, since they've come back from the bye week, they've looked horrendous. I don't know what happened or why, but I don't think Chicago is the defense that you want to try and solve it against, though. And the thing is, the matchups don't get easier for Kenny Galladay. They get Chicago, Carolina, Chicago, Rams, Arizona, so he's probably going to have Patrick Peterson on him. Yeah, and then even even Buffalo doesn't have a bad defense. And then Minnesota. And then Green Bay again. But I I don't know. 
It's tough. I want to trust Kenny Galladay just because I feel like he needs to emerge as the number one on this team. Marvin Jones, yeah, has been good, um, you know, here and there. But Marvin Jones is also very touchdown dependent, too. Yeah, and that's the thing. Galladay, you want to see a lot of receptions. You want to see yards from him. See, but actually, I think we might have solved the problem on Detroit. I think we just <laughs> solved it. So. Kenny Galladay and uh, Marvin, Jones. Marvin Jones are more. Well, Kenny Galladay not so much as Marvin Jones, but Marvin but Jones, is, yeah. Jones very is, getting, like, is touchdown yeah. dependent. Two or three receptions with Kenny touchdown. Galladay is not so much touchdown dependent, but he is a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, well, here's the thing. The weeks that he scored touchdowns, he's also put up good yards as well. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like it's it's their offense. I feel got going through Golden Tate, if that makes sense. Golden Tate was a good possession wide receiver for them to move the chains, keep them on the field. I don't feel like they've been able to sustain that consistently since they've traded him. Although, how long has he been off the team? Two weeks, right? Uh, two weeks. Okay, yeah. So, so he wasn't in the game against Seattle. Mm, no, he was. Was he? He must have been. Because yeah, the Philadelphia had a bye last week. That's why he, he didn't play. Um, yeah, he must have been. Unless they... I don't know. Did they do that? I'm, did they, did they, at... I'm getting a call from my dad. Nice. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Are you guys, uh, are you still there? Yeah. Okay. Pizza time? Pizza time. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Pizza time. Pizza time. We got pizza coming, baby. Um. Yeah, it says on Golden Tate's stats that he f- was at Jacksonville that London game, seven for fifty. But I don't remember seeing him there. <laughs> well, regardless, I feel like that's a big, big problem from their offense. Um, is the fact that they're not going to have him anymore, so they don't really have a possession wide receiver now. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have Kenny Galladay who can catch the ball, but he's not really a... He's more of a stretch-the-field guy, I feel. Yeah. And so is Marvin Jones. Yeah. Marvin Jones is absolutely not a possession uh, wide receiver. No. As we've seen, he's completely, almost completely touchdown-dependent. But, um, no, I, I like Galladay. Like I said, I want him to have this bounce-back week against Chicago, but I just don't see I don't it see it either. In Chicago. So I'm busting him. Busting. Busting. All right, so we got the two busts. Breakfast. Breakfast. That's it. That's it. That's it. Trust the bust. Moving on to uh, the last segment. Well. What? Second to last. Second to last. Game picks. Oh, true. All right. Yeah, but uh, somebody somebody left the stove on up there. Uh, Blaze. Blaze, you leave the stove on? Sizzling hot takes brought to you by Dirt Burgers. Mason. The burger's good. Um, let me answer that. Uh, I gotta think for it. Durr. Durr. All right. This isn't a lot take. You got one? You know what? I got one. I actually don't. I gotta think of one because we've been talking so long I have not had time. See, normally Susa, Susa talks with you so I'm able to like think about stuff. And, like, oh. Look. oh, so you don't pay attention to us? No, of oh. course not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just, just clear. What do you think I asked? I go, what were we talking about? Like oh, yeah. eight times a podcast. Yep, it's too busy thinking about hot takes. See, these hot takes, you don't just think about them. They just come to you. I got one. You got one? 
Yeah, I do actually have one. Oh, I kind of came to it fast. I did. Okay. What is it? Because normally I pick hot takes against myself. Oh. But I got a hot take for myself this week. Oh, shit. Someone on my team so it's definitely is going not, off. It's so it's definitely, definitely not going to happen. No. But I was right about Duke Johnson last week. Maybe <laughs> maybe lightning strikes twice in the same place. Who knows? That's true. Here we go, baby. So. It's going to be hot. The Washington Redskins yeah. are going in to Tampa Bay to face Bay is Area. It Ryan Fitzmagic? Ryan Fitzmagic. All right. Ryan Fitzmagic in the Bucks. Yep. At the helm of the offense is one Alex Smith, mm. who I am starting this week. Oh, jeez. Alex Smith is going to throw for 300 yards and three TDs. Oh, my God. No picks. That hurts. It's so hot. I honestly just got a pain in my chest. I, I think I almost just killed myself with that take. I don't know, man. It's... It's either too hard or it might just be... I think I actually have heartburn now. It might just be gas. <laughs> no. It might be. I did burp right after I did. I said that, so... So you're telling me. There it is again. Alex Smith. Yeah. 300 yards. 300 yards. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Let, let me... Let me. Hold on. Let's look at Alex Smith's stats. Hold on a sec, because I want to see if this motherfucker even threw for 300 yards this year. Yeah, he did. He oh, threw 300 week. yards last week. That's the only time. <laughs> and he only had one touchdown. Alex, holy shit. Not had over two touchdowns this week. He's been fucking terrible. All right, so last week he throws 306, one touchdown. He hasn't had three touchdowns the whole season. And you're telling me this week at Tampa Bay, he's going to throw for over 300 yards and three touchdowns. Three. Wow. Yeah. If that ain't hot, I don't know what it is, folks. I mean, listen, as long as he gets me more than 6.9 like Kirk Cousins got me last week, I'll, I'll be fine with that. I'm going to, I'm going to, whew, it's hot. I don't know no, why. No, hold on, hold on. Quick, Kirk, get your shit together, bro. I'm getting pissed off. We're going to have a podcast, uh, maybe in the off season, to talk about how overrated Kirk Cousins is. We can have Craig on, Chad, two Kirk Cousins stands, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. I'm in the middle, because like I want to say Kirk Cousins is not overrated, because he's on my team. But he keeps fucking dicking me without any PB&J lube. And it's pissing me off. I know. That hurts. It does hurt. That hurt. doesn't feel good. I can good. tell you. It does not feel good. It doesn't need that PB&J Raw dog. Lube. Not, feeling, not feeling so hot. I don't nope. I can tell you that much. Nope. But, uh, yeah, my sizzling hot take of the week. I don't know if it's as hot as yours, Mason, but I think it's pretty hot. Hey. Now, you got a guy, Drew Brees, right? Yeah. One of the, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. Probably up there. And I mean, his team just went seven and one. It beat the beat the undefeated Rams. Undefeated Rams. World no longer undefeated. Yep. Now this week, they travel to Cincinnati. They play the Bengals. The Bengals. Your team. I hate them so much. And Mason, who? I'm drawing a blank here. Who is the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Oh man, and isn't he one of your favorite players? Uh, no, that's actually factually incorrect. I hate his guts. Oh, see, that's what it was. I knew there was something about Andy Dalton involved you, but it's you hating his guts. This week, my sizzling hot take involves Andy Dalton. Oh, God. Andy Dalton. (laughs) I love this, Mason. Andy Dalton is going to outplay Drew Brees. He's going to have... Uh, a better fantasy day. I wish you guys could see the face I'm making right He's going to have a better fantasy day. Not only is he going to have a better fantasy day, score more fantasy points than Drew Brees, 
He's going to get a fucking W at home against the Saints. Oh, that's laughable. You think that a Marvin Lewis bum-ass coach team with Andy Dahl on the fucking helm is going to beat the That's why it's hot, Mason. That's why it's hot. It's like you bring, you know... Everyone, you know, kind of goes with the... Uh, oh, oh, it's hot, right? Mathematic, that doesn't mean it's good. Mathematic statistics. Oh, yeah, this team's going to be this team because they're that good. See, I'm bring, like that's just like a regular fucking patty. Okay? No, no, that's no, like, no. That's like a Bubba burger. What I'm bringing to the table is a fucking nasty patty. Putting that shit on. A Mondo <laughs> burger. You know, from fucking uh, Good Burger? Yeah, yeah. I'm bringing that shit. Boom! Put it on. And right in the middle of my Mondo burger, Andy Dalton sticks his head out. And then he sticks his hand out. Puts up the middle finger to you, Mason. Yeah. Because this week, he's going to score more fantasy points than Drew Brees, and Cincinnati is going to beat the 7-1 Saints in Cincinnati. Boom. Put it on the grill. Turn up the heaters. It's fucking sizzling. I have no words. Good. Because you shouldn't have any. Because that's all I needed to say. Sizzling Hot Takes. Brought to you by Durr Burgers. Are the burgers good? Durr. All right. So now, final segment of the week. Already? The picks. The picks. All right. Now, my picks need to be on point because I'm tied with a guest. Yeah. Glenn's tied with a guest now. What the fuck am I doing? you remember, me and Glenn had a pretty significant lead on Sousa. Yeah. But, uh... And now the guest caught up He's been catching up. Well, he caught up to you. I mean... All right, well, all right. I had a real good week. Not last week. You just wait. Week before, I had a really good week. Just wait, because all you need is a bad week like I had last week. And that's all it takes. Oh, I thought that was going to stay there for a second. Nope. All right. So, look, give me the games. Here we go. Carolina travels to uh, Pittsburgh tonight on Thursday Night Football. Oh, shit. In Pittsburgh? In Pittsburgh. I am taking the Panthers. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Give me the Steelers. All right. And Sousa picked. Sousa picked the Steelers. Typical. Typical. Typical Sousa pick. Typical guest pick. Yeah. Does he even watch football? No. Fucking moron. Pick the home team. No, fucking pick the home team. See, I picked the Steelers in my heart. Dude, didn't the Steelers win like five Super Bowls in the 80s? Yeah, fuck you, Sousa. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next. Detroit travels to Chicago. I'm taking the Bears. Yeah, give me Chicago. I'm done picking Detroit. Fuck Sousa. Fuck his whole team. I better win this bet, uh, the Detroit-Dallas bet, because both teams look like shit. Yeah, I know. So, give me Chicago. All right. Who did Sousa pick? Uh, Chicago. Yeah. Pussy not picking his own team. Dude, Chicago is the best defense in the league, but I'm going to pick them. Shut up, Sousa. God. (laughs) That's what he'd be saying if he was here. I'll just, I'll just insert what Sousa would say after he makes his pick. Yeah. Cincinnati and New Orleans. New Orleans travels in Cincinnati. I'm taking New Orleans. You're taking the Bengals. I know. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, give me the Bengals. I got to stick with my sizzling hot take. Sousa took New Orleans. Yeah, typical. Dude, Alan Kamara's fucking nasty, bro. All right. <laughs> Atlanta travels to Cleveland. Atlanta travels to Cleveland? Yeah. Give me the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons, too. I mean, I want to pick Cleveland, but... ATL in the house. Just no. Sousa took Atlanta. Did he? He did. Yeah, that's difficult. Believe in my ass, dude. All right. 
I feel like Susan's sitting right next to me when you do that. I know, dude. Doesn't I? Don't I sound just like him? Yeah. All I need is to fucking bring out a cat out of my back pocket, and I'd be Sousa. In a homeless jacket. Yeah, that's true. Um, I can't wait till the weather starts getting cold and he wears a hat <laughs> with the homeless jacket. No, didn't Haley to get him a new jacket? Oh yeah. Yeah, he might still wear it. I don't know. It might, he might wear it specifically just for football. He should. He should. That's to be like. He thing. should wear it on Thanksgiving, so we feel like we're at a soup kitchen. You know what we should do for Christmas? We should get him a, like a new jacket, but it should be a homeless jacket. Like a new homeless jacket. Yeah, like a new homeless jacket. So it looks homeless, but it smells good. Yeah. All right. All right. You're paying for it. So, next game on the slate is uh, New England traveling to Tennessee. Give me the Patriots. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Pats. All right. Uh, Susan picked the Pats. Susan picked the Pats. Dude, I'm not a Lions fan. I'm a Pats fan. All right. Pats fan. How many times are going to say Born and raised in New England, guy. <laughs> Susan. I don't think I've ever heard Susan say guy in my life. <laughs> he used to say kid a lot. Really? Like this kid. Especially when we play PlayStation. Nah, really? Yeah. I, like, can, I can't kids. picture him saying guy. Yeah. Because then you sound like a fucking Guido. You'd be like, dude, your fucking fantasy team sucks, guy. I'm not a guest, guy. <laughs> I, we're going to make Susan, we're going to start saying guy a lot, so maybe he'll start saying it just by, like, contact bias. Hmm. He'll just say it. Whatever, all right. So, next up, Jacksonville travels to Indianapolis. Jesus Christ. I'm taking the Colts. <sighs> I, oh, my God. God, I want to take Jacksonville, but I don't. <laughs> I mean. Dude, come, all right, come on. All right. You know what? I'm picking Jacksonville. If they lose, I'm going to go on a rant to Brendan saying, what the fuck is wrong with your team? Coming off a bye. You taking can't, you're taking the Jacks? I'm taking Jacksonville. You can't beat the Colts at home. All right, well, no. It's in, it's in, in Indy, in, right? Yeah. You can't still. Coming off a bye. Two weeks to prepare from this shit. And you can't beat the Colts. This team was supposed to go to the Super Bowl. And it looked like shit. Yeah. So, if they don't get a win this week, I'm going to be pissed. I mean... That's why I'm picking them. That's completely understandable. Let's go. Who's Susa right. pick? Susa picked Indianapolis. Yeah. Fucking typical. Dude, I fucking love Andrew Luck. I got his jersey in my Dude, house. I like horses. You know, I like the Colts that they have. They're blue. I like hanging them up on my wall. Yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> Alright. Next is Arizona travels to Kansas City. I don't even think we really need to fucking talk about this one. Oh, we're all picking Arizona? Uh, yeah. Oh. No, we're all picking Kansas City. Yeah, give me KC. Honestly, I can't even give Sousa a bad thing for that, because, I mean, if, if he had picked Arizona, I'd been like, dude, I'm a fucking idiot. But, I mean, like, Kansas City's kind of like a no-brainer. That's not a typical pick. That's like a, if you watch football. That's if you, that's if you are a normal human. If you're not a, if you're not a Cardinals fan. You're picking Kansas Even if you're a Cardinals fan, you're probably no, picking Kansas City. No, if Susan was a Cardinals fan, he'd still pick Kansas City. Because that's what he does with the Lions, too. But, uh, I mean, yeah. All right. So, oh, boy. This next game. This next game? Is it good? This next game, though? <laughs> These bars, though? <laughs> Scoop-a-dee-poop. Uh, that's what this game is. Whoop-dee-scoop-dee-poop. <laughs> 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 it's Buffalo at the Jets. Oh, fuck the battle. The battle of, of the New York. The battle of the poop emojis. Yeah. I'm gonna take the. I don't even know, dude. I just, like feel gross taking either of these teams. Give me. Can both these teams just lose? Who's like, at home? The Jets. 
Give me the Jets. I was going to say, I think I'm picking the Jets as well. J-E-T-S, get suck, me Suck, suck, suck. My rookie of the year pick at Sam Donald is a fucking He's not playing this week. Oh, that's right. Fuck. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh, shit. Give me the Bills. Oh, no. Oh, shit, dude. Give me the Bills. Wait, no, who's the backup? Josh McCown. No, give me the Jets. Oh, yeah, that's right. Change that shit back to the Jets. Remember, remember when it was nasty? He was nice last year. Dude. Give me the Jets. Josh Apparently, McCown. Apparently, Susan doesn't think so because he took the Bills. Ah, fuck him. He doesn't know what's good. Dude. I can feel it. They're going to fucking win this week, bro. Dude, they're going to play fucking 45 year defense isn't that bad. The Jets suck. Jets have 45-year-old Josh McCown guy. <laughs> guy. All right. Next up, Washington is playing Tampa Bay. In Tampa Bay. I'm taking Washington based off of my sizzling hot take. Glenn, who you got? Tampa. All right. Sousa took Tampa. Typical. Typical. Fucking Christ. Next up, we got a battle of Cali. Mm. The Chargers travel to Oakland to play <gasps> the Raiders. I'm not saying it, Mason, anymore because this team's embarrassing. I mean, you're right. It's still fun to say, though. It's fun to say, but I don't, I'm not even giving them the gratification. Of me so, saying. what should we say instead? Should we go the Raiders? I'm just calling them Oakland. So, Oh, all right. They don't even deserve to have a team name. That's how bad they're playing. Let's call them that, that Bay Area team. Just the fucking black team. Black silver team. Actually, no, they're not the Bay Area team. San Francisco is. Well. The the black team. Black and black and silver team. Black and silver team. I'm taking the Chargers. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Susan took the Chargers. The San Diego, LA Chargers. That's a dollar in the jar. No, I just said that. Oh, okay, all right. Oh yeah, there it is. That's the that's the quote. Dude, the fuck a dollar in the jar. San Diego, gotta put the dollar in the jar. Pizza's here. All right, we're wrapping up. Quick, in a few minutes. Uh, my <laughs> thanks, thanks for interjecting quickly in the podcast, Dad. Pizza's here. Shuts the door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Next up, Miami travels to Green Bay, the frozen tundra of Green Bay. Is it frozen yet? Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe. It'd be a little cold. But uh, they can Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay. Okay. Susan pick Green Bay, too? Yep. Yeah. Next up, Seattle travels to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Give me L.A. Give me the fucking Rams all day, kid. Seattle's going to play them tough, though, even though it's in L.A. But the Rams coming off a loss, they're going to be pissed. Yeah. Todd Gurley's going to whip his fucking nutsack Todd out. Todd Gurley might score five touchdowns. He might score. He might put up 60 fantasy points. That should have been a sizzling hot take. <laughs> no, I said might. That's not my guarantee. That's true. My guarantee is Alex Smith. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> all right. Sunday Night Football. Wait, hold on a second. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> You're telling me this shitty ass Cowboys team is on primetime Sunday Again. night? Again. They're on primetime for not not just this week, for the second week in a row. They're going to get embarrassed on national television because I'm taking the Eagles. No offense, Glenn, I apologize. It's is it in Dallas? Uh no. <laughs> oh fuck. Just bite the bullet and take the Eagles. Listen, think of it this way. 
You should be actively rooting against Dallas now so that Jason Garrett will get fired. Honestly, I am. I am. I hope they lose every single game for the rest of the season. So just so something happens, just so they change something. And I'm going to talk about this after we do this picks because I've been building this up for a fucking week. All right. So you taking Philly? No, I'm taking Cowboys. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a Cowboys fan, man. All right, finally. Who took the take? Philly? We took Philadelphia. Yeah. Dude, fucking fly Eagles fly, bro. The Super Bowl chips, guy. <laughs> All right. Finally, last and most certainly least, think? another shit game. Is it? Yeah. The Battle of the Lightweights. The lightweights? Yeah. The New York football giants oh. travel to the Bay Area. Wait, Sousa's NFC East champions? Yeah, it's Sousa's NFC East champions. Oh. Trash take, by the way. Yep. Old old takes exposed. Where you at? Almost as bad as my <laughs> Sam Donald rookie of the year. <laughs> it's up there. Uh, all right, and then Green uh, Green Bay. The Giants travel to the Bay Area to play the San Francisco 49ers. Good God, this game. I'm taking the 49ers. Give me the Giants. Because apparently Nick Mullins is God. Yeah, I know. I wanted to pick. I want to believe the Nick Mullins hype, but he was facing Oakland last week. The Giants. I mean, the Giants blow too, though. Yeah, but they gotta. They can't. They went three and thirteen last year, right? What's their record now? Giants. Yeah. Um, I think it's one and. In... Don't tell me they only have one win. I think it's. I think it's one and. Uh, one and eight or or one and seven. Do I don't not know. tell me. They had a buy. It might be one and seven. Do or not tell me the Giants. Two and six. Only have one win. I'm looking this up quick. Giants record. <laughs> Giants record. 2018. Mm. NewYorkGiants.com. Giants. Loss. Loss. Win. Loss, loss, loss. Loss, loss. Oh, my God. They have one win. <laughs> Oh. Jesus. And I've been picking them for like the past six weeks because it has to be the win they get a win. The week they get a win, but. Yeah, I took, I'm took. i taking San Fran. I be, Honestly, it's. God, not, give me the Giants. It's not even that I believe in their. The quarter. What? We're recording. Uh, we're recording the podcast still. Oh, all right. It's all right. <laughs> it's all good. Good to have you on. <laughs> anyway, it's not so much that I uh, believe in. Any court, anyone who's at quarterback as much as much as I believe in Kyle Shanahan as a coach, I think if anything has to, if anything's been taught to us this year, it's that Kyle Shanahan knows how to fucking coach because he's working with a whole lot of nothing on that offense. Considering he's got C.J. Beathard, uh, but they only have two wins. Yeah, but I mean, they, but they haven't looked awful. Like I mean, they've been like hanging in games. You know what I mean? Give me the Giants. I'm going to lose this pick again because every time I pick the Giants, they fucking dick me. Without any Who'd Sousa pick? PB and J. Lou, we picked the Giants. Typical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I need some help for the game picks. But before we wrap up. I'm just going to let you vent about Dallas. Honestly, I'm not even going to say anything. Just talk. Just vent. The Dallas Cowboys. The most popular franchise in the fucking world. 
the world. The team is worth billions. Fucking disgraceful, disgusting, embarrassing. I, 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 I literally do not know what to say. And the thing is, it starts. It starts with Jerry Jones. It starts with Jerry Jones, the owner, fucking head of football operations, general manager, him and his douchebag son, Stephen Jones, are fucking up this team. Because we have a head coach, by the way, Jason Garrett, Sir Claps a lot. Coach Clap. Coach Clap, who is awful. Absolutely awful. No fucking stones at all. His stones are in another universe, like, parallel to Sousa's. Like, yeah. Sousa's are far. Jason Garrett's stones are so minuscule in a different universe and nowhere they're to in be the, uh, the fucking place. They're in the place, like... Where Ant-Man goes. No. Quantum realm. No. You know where they are? That's how small they are. They're in the place where fucking Squidward goes... When he says, take me home, blah, blah, blah. And then the whole shit goes, and then, he goes, and then he's all alone. 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 <laughs> yeah, alone. if you didn't watch that episode, Jason Garrett's balls are in the background there. <laughs> That's where it is. The guy sucks. Offensive coordinator. Doesn't have a fucking clue. I think he still thinks that Tony Romo's a quarterback of this team. <laughs> because this whole... Offense is revolved around the 2014 Cowboys, who had DeMarco Murray and a healthy offensive line, and we're telling Dak to throw the ball on third and fucking long, on second and fucking long, because we're predictable. Every single goddamn time on first down we run the ball. Hey, coach, how about we mix in a play action? How about we do a fucking wide receiver screen? Just do something. Something besides Zeke up the middle, because it's coming. Defense knows it. If I can tell you that it's coming, it's fucking coming. <laughs> I don't get it. Dak hasn't been great this year, but he hasn't been put in a position to be great. His rookie year, he was put in a position to be great. They went 13-3. and three. He turned the ball over, I want to say, maybe four times. I was say, I think it was four times. At most. Since his 13-3 and three year, I want to say he's 500. As a head, as a quarterback of the Dallas yeah, Cowboys, sounds right. It's off. It's awful, and I get it. Cowboys are under a big scope because they're, like I said, they're America's team, whether we fucking like it or not. Because they aren't playing like America's team, playing like America's piece of shit. <laughs> and I get that the pressure is on Dak, but he has to perform. But at first, it starts with the coaching. If we can, I, I honestly. Blow this fucking team up. <laughs> Blow it up. And I don't know what the solution is. It starts... Obviously, Jerry Jones isn't going anywhere. You know, he's not going to step down from being... Jerry Jones has to swallow his pride and just say, Look, give me a GM to run this team. Give me a head coach to lead this team. And give me somebody who can motivate the guy we invested in, Dak Prescott, to be better. It's not going to be Jason Garrett. It's not going to be fucking Scott Linehan. They suck. Awful. This might be the worst Cowboys football I've seen since fucking Quincy Carter was the quarterback in 2003. <laughs> it's just bad. And um, But it starts with Jason Garrett. He's got to go. You need a new head coach. You need something. Because I, 
And it's so frustrating to me because I look at a team like the Rams, who have Jared Goff at quarterback, Todd Gurley at running back. Their wide receivers are Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Brandon Cooks. You compare offenses to them and the Cowboys. The Cowboys' offense is just as talented when healthy, when the offensive line is healthy. Just as talented as the Rams' offense, yet the Rams have one of the best offenses we've seen in the fucking 21st century. Ezekiel Elliott is just as talented as Todd Gurley. He could be doing the same exact thing if we had an offense that revolved around Zeke that we like just ran plays for. Everything that the Rams do revolves around Todd Gurley. Whether it's a blocking scheme for him, a run pl- run action, play action. And that opens up shit for Jared Goff to throw the ball. And Jared Goff makes those throws. In Dallas, it's like too predictable. We're either going to run with Zeke. We're going to, you know, it, it's just it's just bad. It's frustrating. And, and you saw the difference Jared Goff's first year with Todd Gurley with Jeff Fisher as head coach. I say, that's, that's probably the biggest difference. They sucked. I think the, just to interject... I think that Dallas has a very similar situation to uh, to the Rams before they fired Jeff Fisher. Because, like you said, we saw what that team looked like when they had a coach who was inept. And they had the pieces there for them to be good. Yep. And look at them Look at them now. Yep. Even they're, last they're year, a too. They powerhouse. Yeah, even last year. They were good. And, and the thing is, it, it just starts with a coach you can trust, a coach who takes chances, because there are multiple times this year where Jason Garrett doesn't take chances. That overtime game we lost in, in Houston, where we didn't go for it on fourth and one and gave the ball back to them, end up losing from the DeAndre Hopkins spin cycle. It's just aggravating. Yeah, I think um, I, this is something I will always say. There's not a problem with talent in the NFL like a lot of people think there is. Because there are a lot of bad teams. There's a problem with coaching. Coaching is the biggest problem in, in the NFL, in my opinion. Yep. Because... You can count on one hand the amount of good or great coaches that are in the league. You know what I'm saying? You have Belichick. I guess you'd say Andy Reid. Trash. But he's the next closest closest guy. I guess. You probably got to put McVay up I, there. I, honestly, I, yeah, give me Sean McVay. Give McVay's me fucking... Um, I think Kyle Shanahan's a good coach. Um... I like um, I like Mike Zimmer from Minnesota. Mike Zimmer's a good coach as well. Um, I mean, but other than that, that's five. Sean Nate, Payton. Oh yeah, Sean Payton's good, so that's six. So I guess technically you need two hands. But even even then, I mean, there's like there's one like well, I mean, Bill Belichick is like an all time great coach. So I mean, I don't really think that's fair. But I mean, like, if even if you take him out of the mix, there's like five good coaches in the league. And that's, like, it. I mean, like, I look at, like, someone like like Ron Rivera on Carolina. I don't think he's, like, a great coach. You know what I mean? That yeah. team's good. Yeah. But I think it's because he has a lot of talent to work with. Same thing with Marvin Lewis. Exactly. Marvin Lewis is a shit coach. Yeah. But, I mean, there's talent on that team. I think if you, if you put, like, put it this way. If you put Bill Belichick at the helm instead of Marvin Lewis, that team would probably already have won a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. I just, I just think that that's the biggest problem in the NFL is coaching. But and it's yeah, definitely, I, and it's definitely Dallas's biggest problem. And yeah. the thing is, like, Jerry Jones never is like ne- unless. Un- I think the only way that Jason Garrett gets fired is actually if Dallas goes winless for the rest of the year. Yeah. 
because something will have to change. The, the problem, the problem is, is that Jer- that uh, Jason Garrett is the perfect coach for Jerry Jones because Jerry Jones wants a guy who's a yes man and who will do whatever he says. And you know that Jason Garrett's that guy. He's just a mouthpiece. He's a puppet on the sideline. That's all he is. Right. He wants someone who won't talk back to him and you know, like say, like he what his own, his own like give his own thoughts and opinions. He says yes, sir. Thank you, sir. That's it. So. Disgusting. Yeah. And the thing is, as bad as the Cowboys have been, fucking NFC East is still wide open. I know. That's what's crazy. Like they have, well, they, they face the Eagles. to everybody besides the Giants. Yeah, but I mean, they face they face the Eagles this week. I believe they're two and a half games or two. Three games behind, maybe, but they're still what? We're in week ten. Yeah, it's just still seven eight weeks left to play. Yeah. Redskins lost last week. They could easily decline. I just don't know. Part of me, you know, obviously I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm rooting for the Cowboys to be successful, but part of me doesn't want them to be successful because we're going to be stuck with Jason Garrett for another fucking five years. You can't say blame me there. <laughs> just blow them up. That's my call this season. What it is a sham. Wait for the offensive line to get healthy. Defense can figure it out. Defense hasn't been bad this year, but last week they were pitiful. And, yeah, blow up the team. Get rid of Garrett. Get rid of Linehan. Hopefully Jerry Jones either swallows his pride or fucking dies trying. And uh, that's the only way we're going to see the Cowboys get better. But, yeah, thank you for letting me get that out because it needed to be said. And, uh, yeah. I feel a little better. Yeah. I'm glad you do. I figured that you needed to vent, so I just let you go. Thank God for the fucking Red Sox, man. Because, oof, it'd be it'd be bad. Yeah. I think that's about where I set up for this week. That's it. That's it. That's it? That's it. <laughs> that's it. Thanks, Susan, for uh, all your help this oh, week. Oh, wait, hold on. He's not here. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. So, um, if you'll excuse us... Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't want to, you know, drudge this back up again. But I think I'm. I honestly need to have, go have a good cry about Mark Ingram. Yep. And uh, then I'll probably watch some Thursday night football. That's it. Yeah, it's coming up shortly. So. Uh, All right. See your ass next week. Bye bye. Mason. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs>